Hello once again. Welcome to the David Land Podcast. This is your co-host Kyle Cuthbertson. And once again today we'll be bringing you the uncut interviews from day two at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Today we talked to Marcus Erickson once again. We talked to Callum Eilat. We also talked to Renas VK and Connor Daly. And then last but not least, Alex Pillow and Takuma Sato. Now without further ado, let's get into the interviews. Well, you won't believe it, but we had mic problems again with Marcus Erickson. You told me you were out on the bike this morning. Were you helping rubber the track in? Exactly. I was working my lines into turn one. Uh, it was a bit understeer, but uh, had a good draft on TK, so it was uh, it was good. It was a nice day. You know, it's uh, sun is out, opening day. Obviously, it rained out yesterday, but yeah, today's gonna be good. You didn't show him the winning move, did you? No, no, no. I keep that in my pocket, you know. But uh, no, it's it's nice to get out of there with a few others as well. So it's a good good start to the day. One of the things you identify, it's funny you mentioned TK, is is in our interview together, you mentioned that you're looking at McLaren as the biggest threat. Do you think that's still going to hold true? Do you think there's anyone else who's going to come up and challenge you? Or have you guys kind of been game planning for the orange cars? Uh, yeah, we're expecting them to, to, to be really, really fast. Uh, but I'm not going to count out the Penske's. You know, they're going to find their way around here sooner rather than later. And... Uh, Carpenter is always strong around here, uh, those cars, and, and Andretti seem to be on a roll this year as well. So it's going to be a lot of good cars out there, and there's always some surprises as well. So we need to focus on ourselves and maximize and make sure we're even stronger than last year because the other ones is going to they've put a lot of work in, let's put it that way. When you lose a day like you did yesterday, I mean, how much does that really affect your program? Does Is there much loss when you lose six hours? It was funny because I spoke to someone, I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating, I want to get out there. And they're like, hey, you won the race last year. The other ones are the ones that want to get out there. Like, they, they don't want to gonna try and catch you. So I was like, yeah, fair point. But, you know, you always want to be out driving, and uh, it's just exciting to be here. The addition of Takuma Sato to your team this year, he's won it twice. Um, what has that been like? Because that's something that's always been curious because I, I never thought I'd see Takuma Sato driving a Ganassi car. So what has his addition been to the team that you've seen thus far? I think he's an extremely you know, clever guy. He's very detail-oriented. Uh, he he you know, talks about the car, the feeling, in a very detailed way. And you know, his experience has definitely added to the, to the organization this year. So can't wait to work a bit closer with him this uh, next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, you know, you look at our lineup, it's definitely a dream team that we got there in Ganassi, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. All right, Callum, welcome back to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We talked about oval racing at Texas, but oval racing's a lot different here. What's your comfort level at the Speedway, and uh, what are you looking forward to this month? Are you looking forward to anything this month, perhaps I should ask? I'm looking forward to quite a lot. Firstly, today getting out after, after yesterday's rain delay. Um, yeah, this one's incredibly different. I, I, I mean, after my year last year of experimenting on all the different tracks, this, yeah, this one's the toughest by far, especially to put the car into a good window and keep the car in that window with all the temperature changes. It's just so finely tuned. Scott McLaughlin actually made an interesting point yesterday that throughout the race, as the track progresses, your front wing actually loses downforce as debris hits it. Have you ever heard of something? Because I'd never heard that before, and I'm a pretty, you know, big nerd about this stuff. No, and I, I thank him and his whole team for giving me this this information. Of course, I didn't make it that far last year to be able to feel that. Um, so yeah, I'll bear that in mind wherever he is. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's okay. So that's the next question. You obviously didn't have a great day here last year. You had a big crash, broke your wrist. 
you know, what does a driver learn when you hit the wall at 220 miles an hour? Yeah, don't don't hit it again. Um, <laughs> it's not nice. It hurt quite a bit and uh, caused me to miss a race. So that would be one of the things not to do these coming weeks. Um, but in terms of that, it was just like a kind of focus area of the, the car where we go like, okay, maybe it could have been better in warmer conditions. That's what I want to focus on more in this testing week that we have in the middle of the day when the conditions are warmer. Like, can we, can we put the car into a better window? You have two cars this year, and if you ask any of these teams around the paddock, it seems like more data is always better. With the addition of Augustine this year to your team, have you noticed a difference in the data collection? Definitely on the oval side, it's been it's been good for us. We've been able to either kind of trial and error some more things um, and get a much quicker answer, or even the opposite, where we've just had some really productive uh, tests and information. On the road course side it's been a bit different like I, I've kind of just followed off from where we were last year and uh, we had some ideas that we wanted to try through through those days and um, I kind of know what I want to make the car better. Uh, not to say that we're not using the data at all it's just I, I kind of been more focusing on myself to, to uh, improve it and if there's anything we can get from both sides then we then we use it. When we look at the April test I mean you had uh, it was it was tough yeah. right so when you lose that day essentially I mean you, you the second session was pretty much useless for you guys it is does that affect your confidence level at all or do you think you know we got enough practice we can figure it out? Um, not really I mean for a while I was thinking and then I was like well we should. Everything should be good now. We've we've changed enough things on the car that there shouldn't be a problem, and um, we still have one more contingency if there still is a problem. Um, so we should be completely fine to go ahead, and you know you can just start working from there. Yeah, we lost maybe a day of what we needed, but it's all right. We'll we'll be okay. The rocket, Renus VK. So you were at 234 miles an hour here at one point. What the hell's that like to do? Uh, not fast enough. <laughs> yeah, you always want to go faster. Um, you don't really feel the difference to get a same between like 233 or 234. Like, you just stay flat and kind of pull your neck down even though there's an arrow screen. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's sketchy. You know, I, I don't like qualifying here. I'm happy when it's done. You don't like qualifying, and you're on the front row. It seems every single year. That's that's something. That's interest. That's an interesting point. So, how do you get past that, you know, dislike of it, to excel in the way that you have? Uh, just stay flat for left. <laughs> just hit my marks. And uh, you know, it's one thing. You know, I'm excited for qualifying, but I'm always very happy it's done because it's the most sketchy time of the month. Sure. Because you're running a car loose. You're running the car. You know, the least friction you can have and the least downforce, so it's just like it's it's four laps of you know, no breathing almost. So looking at this season, I'm I'm sure this hasn't met your expectations. It's been a difficult year. Getting back to the speedway, I'm sure this is a reset. You guys know how strong you've been here in the past. Do you feel like you Ed Carpenter Racing and you, Renus VK, the driver, are going to take a step up this month? I think so. Uh, you know, we definitely get a lot of practice, so that's good. I think if uh, you know, we will have a fast car here. That's that's one thing that's almost for sure. But 
Yeah, this year has been tough. And I think maybe that extra practice makes us understand some of our weaknesses during the season. And um, yeah, hopefully the new Detroit track will fall right into our laps. <laughs> what, what do you think the deficiency is with the cars this year? I mean, what, what changed? Because tracks that you're typically very quick at, Barber and, and here, you weren't competing for the win like we kind of expected you to. No, so I, I, we struggle keeping the tires alive, uh, especially the reds. And I feel like we're just a bit down on grip. Like sometimes even Long Beach balance was really good. Like cannot, couldn't tell the team anything else, but we were just you know, down on grip. That's what I felt like. So uh, it's tough, but um, yeah, you know, we, we keep working and there's no reason to sit in the past and you know, be worried because we got a great month here coming up and we can uh, definitely get the best out of it. So I, I hate to ask you another past question, but you know, looking at last year, you were battling for the lead. You made a mistake. You you got into the wall. What'd you learn from that? Because I mean, you were there. You had the pace. You were right there with the leaders, and, and probably could have competed for your first Indy 500 win. What do you got to do this year to stay up there for 500 miles? I'll stay up there. <laughs> yeah, just stay up there for at least 150 laps, and then you know when the when the race starts to excel, that's, you know, when you can take the risk. But you basically got to just sit in there and save fuel and wait for 150 laps, 160 laps, and then, you know, at the end you go. But, uh, yeah, most important thing is just stay in the race. That's, uh, you know, I've found out several times, you know, for this race, you just got to be there. And then you know, positioning-wise, you got to be a bit lucky, and it's got to got to all go your way. How hard is that as a driver? I know you like to charge, and when you have a fast car, I'm sure you just want to go to the front. How hard is it as a driver to sit there and say, "I've got to stay in line, I've got to save fuel, I've got to save it for the last 50 laps"? Um, it was hard in my first year when I when I led here. Uh, I mean, 2021, you know, I can really resist. <laughs> but now, yeah, you know, it's it's important. You know, there's there's a lot more on the line at the end than you know. It, if you lead one lap in the middle of the race or 10 laps, it doesn't really matter, so, yeah. Good stuff. Well, you're, you want to be quick. You are quick yes, here. Yes. How relieved are you to be at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway right now? Well, as, as long as it goes like the test a couple weeks ago, we'll be fine because we felt like superheroes. So, uh, for some reason, this is the only track where we've had any, um, any sense of competitiveness so far this year. That's the brutal honesty, and I hope we can you know, improve, obviously, as the year goes on. Uh, but at Indy, you know, we know this team brings incredible cars here. They're prepared meticulously, which is super important. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I love them for that, and I can't wait to just get out there. we got a great-looking new car as well. Um, a little bit of purple on there. A little bit of pink and purple. Yeah, a little bit of blue, brilliant blue. And i got a pink suit as well. It looks like a Teletubby explosion on my legs, so it's kind of wild. Uh, you've led 59 laps over the last yeah. two years. How do you lead the last one? Great question. I think, honestly, we were in a great position last year. You know, we put it second behind Dixon. So uh, we just got to stay in that hunt. And we watched a little bit of the race last year. You just stay in the fight. Like, if you just stay in the top five, you know, you have that opportunity. Something's going to happen. Someone's going to try to make a dumb move at some point. Something else is going to happen, and you can be there. But you still have to have the fastest car. You know, the Ganassi cars were the fastest cars last year. So they, you know, either Marcus or Dixon or Alex were going to win. You know what I mean? Or even, or even TK. You know what I mean? So... Um, you know, those guys were really, really good. So we'll try to be there with the speed and the efficiency and uh, just be smart. No mistakes. And ideally no tires falling out of the sky. Goodness gracious, if that happens again, 
I'm gonna drown myself in that little creek over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it seems like the momentum's back with the 10 team. Points leader, most recent winner, and we know how quick you've been here the last couple of years. The results haven't shown it, but frankly, I thought you've had the fastest car the last two years. I agree. How do you feel about coming back to the Oval, and what do you got to do to win this thing? Um, I feel amazing, yeah. Honestly, uh, after winning the Grand Prix, you always feel hyped up after a win, a lot of confidence. You can see on the crew that they are uh, really happy. So, yeah, it's always nice to be back here. Um, we, as you said, we had amazing cars, uh, especially the last two years. I would say last year it was for sure we had the fastest car. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't really battle at the end. Um, but yeah, looking forward to this year. What do I need? I think just the perfect day. Um, you, you don't only need to be uh, good here. You don't only need to have the fastest car um, because I think we had it last year. Um, you just need a perfect day with strategies, yellows, a little bit of luck. Um, so yeah, we'll keep knocking the door and hopefully one day we can get it happen. The big thing that took you out of the race last year was being mired in traffic. Obviously they've made some downforce changes this year. You got to try them out in April. Do you think if, you know, worst case scenario happens and you get thrown back in the back of the pack, do you think you can come through the field or you, do you think they've really gone that far in that direction for you to be able to do that? I think it's tough. Like last year, I think we went from like 30 to 9, but it took us like three stops. Um, so I think it's really tough, honestly. Um, but I don't think that it's because of the... Not only because of the downforce level, I think that the field is so tight that um, you have to be waiting for somebody to do a mistake to try and overtake. Um, honestly, I believe that the balance that we have now with downforce and the toes and all that stuff, it's, it's great because the races that we have are amazing, especially last year. And I expect to have just a bit more this year, but not enough to go from like last to first. And hopefully we, got, we don't have to go through that. Internally, what are you looking at? Who are you looking at as the biggest rivals uh, for the victory? I know Marcus mentioned McLaren right off the bat. Takuma listed off about half the field. So we kind of have contrasting things. Who do you look at, drivers and teams, as the ones to beat for the 500 this year? Uh, all my teammates, unfortunately, which that's <laughs> a big headache. Um, honestly, there's, there's a lot. Um, but I would focus on my teammates. Um, I know that there's, yeah, McLaren's been fast, Penske is going to be really fast because they were really good on the open test, especially on traffic. So, yeah, I'm not going to mention everybody, I'll focus on my teammates and, and yeah, it's, I think I, they are the toughest. They all won here before, Takuma, we know how good he is, uh, he is here and he's never had a proper uh, IMS car, I think it's going to be the first time that we see him. Dixon we know and Marcus won the last year so it's amazing it feels like you've just come to IndyCar racing but you think about your career already and you've you've this is what Indy 500 number four, four. for you yeah four. so what have you learned in that time because you're quickly becoming a seasoned veteran around here um yeah I mean it's only the fourth one so <laughs> I'm just getting um yeah comfortable here but honestly I I think that the IMS it's been my easiest place um, in ovals in terms of ovals just because we have so much practice that it's easier for for a driver to get comfortable to know what I need from the car and stuff um, so yeah I feel comfortable here uh, I love the racing um, and hopefully I'm just a tiny bit better than last year. Hey, Takuma Sato welcome back I think I said this to you at Texas but I never expected you to, to see you with that logo on your shirt 
but it's a hell of an opportunity for you. You know how quick you've been here. You know how quick the team's been here. Expectations? Excited. You know, really, this is a this is a superb, exciting moment. Of course, you know, obviously. The organization of Chip Ganassi Racing is entirely impressive, but also they once you get into the team, it's just the normal things, trying to find the speed and make a car fast. And uh, there is a, actually bits and pieces that even Ganassi didn't do it. So uh, I brought some of the piece, which I hope, you know, we can only move forward. And I think uh, the four of us, you know, we have a great teammates together. So my teammates, it's obviously every single one of them is, is basically either championship winner or 500 winner. So, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is a very exciting moment. So I got to ask you about your chassis. I'm pretty sure you're running the same chassis at Texas. You crashed that. What's the status of that car? Do you think it's ready to go? Everything's fine. They, actually, that chassis is for the Marcus Armstrong's road course chassis. Mm. So uh, we just convert to the super speedway. Now, of course, the tub itself is nowadays very strong, you know, particularly with, um, with the L screens, all the things. So we, of course, you know, doing all the torsion stiffness tests and everything gone past. So actually, I do have only one single chassis sharing with the Marcus. And uh, that, that car was actually on Saturday uh, race car here, just converting the super speedway. But it, it, it's OK. I mean, it's uh, 80. Well, nearly 90% of the car has been stripped off and going to the super speed racing, so uh, I'm not worried about anything. So, when we're looking ahead to the Indianapolis 500, I, I talked to Marcus, and one of the things that he identified is that, you know, I think within the team you guys think you're going to be racing McLaren for the win. Do you see anyone else in the field other than McLaren that you think you're going to have to deal with on uh, May 28th? I think Penske will be strong. Um, I know they didn't particularly had a great years in recently, but don't forget, you know, obviously Simon Passion won in you know, 2019, and uh, since then I think, uh, you know, obviously the Texas Motor Speedway they were always fast, and uh, I think the last open test Joseph was obviously top of the uh, the, the time seat. So. Uh, Never underestimate Penske, they, they're always strong. And of course, Andretti all sport too. You know, so if you think about it, three Penskis and four of us, five Andrettis plus two Shanks, and which is obviously Helio and, you know, <laughs> um, it'd be there. So I think, you know, of course, McLaren too, that's the entire, almost the entire field. So uh, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be really neck and neck and uh, it's a very um, tight field. Final one for me. You're a two-time Indianapolis 500 champion. How amazing is it to come back here every year and feel the love. It is always special, you know, it's always amazing to me that how this place stands, just nothing like it. And um, even today, you, you feel like it's kind of it. You know, once you, the fans come in, you know, to build up the voltage for the, uh, for the um, fast fly day, qualifying weekend, um, also the uh, carve day, you know, we will get probably 100,000. And then race day, 350,000 bothering around. Just the magnitude of the energy this place has is just nothing like it. I hope you guys enjoyed these interviews. Let me know what you guys think on social media. And don't forget, guys, to leave us a review on your favorite uh, podcasting platform. Definitely helps us out. And uh, we will see you in the next podcast.